Lots of good memories coming back to this ballpark? Yeah, that's right. You know, I haven't been out here yet, but yes, I was obviously with, uh, had a good playoff series here, but really good team. You know, we have a lot of similarities in what we do, how we do it, and uh, different year. We know we have to play well. Does any of that intensity carry over playing this team as close to postseason that you've experienced? With? We'll see. I mean, you know, the the Atlanta series, it's early in the, in the season, and, you know, there was a little extra excitement there as well. So I think any time you play a good team in a ballpark where there's a lot of fans, um, you kind of get that feeling early in the season. What do you expect to see out of you today? What do you, what do you think might be a little bit sharper here in the second half? Uh, you know, not as good a command last time with his fastball. He kind of figured out as, as he went along. You know, he, obviously spin is what he does and different variations of it. You know, there's been a lot he's had to deal with. WBC didn't have the pitch clock. He's using uh, pitch calm. So there are a lot of things that he's still kind of toying with and learning. But I think each and every time out, uh, he'll get that much better with it. How important was it for him to stay in the schedule if you bumped Ryan Weathers for him? Yeah, no, he's very routine-oriented, you know, not only in his preparation, but his bullpens and how he does things. And, and he wants to get back on the mound as quickly as he can based on the fact that he didn't pitch a, a whole lot this spring. Excuse me. You guys had some success against Scherzer in the postseason last year. Has anything come out of that? Can anything be carried over in terms of what you might have learned facing him, or is that more just a day where maybe he didn't have his best stuff? How do you read that? I think it's more, you know, Max is really good about making adjustments to teams. He's very knowledgeable of guys that have faced him before, and he, he can pitch differently. So I, I think that's thrown out the window as far as us facing him. 37 extra base hits at the second most in the National League right now. Is this sort of what you anticipated out of your offense, just having the doubles of home runs in the power game be a factor? Yeah, and more, you know, more recently, too. It's probably our best game of the year, you know, all things considered um, yesterday. I think we had one other game where we scored a bunch of runs, but, it, it you know, and getting Cruiser involved uh, yesterday as well, that felt good. So it feels like we're a little bit more hitting our stride offensively. We were doing it more kind of at the bottom for a while. And now Juan's swinging the bat well, and Manny's getting his share of hits and, you know, getting a little bit more out of the middle of the order, which you'd expect. Some of the ways you can be creative with Seth as the season goes along, his innings. We'll see, yeah. I mean, as of right now, he's just out there pitching and starting and going deep in games for us. He threw 109 pitches yesterday on a day that we needed some innings from him. So he looks at himself as a starter. He's not looking too far into it as far as innings go. He's just going out there and pitching, and so far so good with him. Do you have any clarity on when Musgrove might throw? Yeah, so he had a cortisone shot yesterday. Um, He's feeling much better. So it's all about when he starts to play catch and how he feels, and that could be as early as tomorrow. So we're not sure yet. Do you have any more specifics on like kind of how it came about? You said it was a kind of strange. Play. Well, he had a ball back to him that hit him in the hand. It bounced off him. He went to grab it and threw to first and came down on his shoulder. So you can there's probably video of it if you want to go back and look at it. But it, it you know it, it bothered him a little bit to the point where he kept pitching. It didn't bother him then, but it bothered him the next day. So we gave him a cortisone shot and, you know, give him a couple of days off. So then he'll presumably bullpen and then get into We'll see. I mean, first it's catch, then it's bullpen, and then we'll see if we need, you know, another start on top of the, you know, the one we originally envisioned being his last one. Did he get the shot yesterday or today? Yesterday. So then a couple of days then? Correct. So we're, we're looking at at least a delay of 
five he, days. He could play catch tomorrow, but then we have to formulate when the bullpen is. So he's behind a little bit, what we originally anticipated. Probably more like Arizona now. He's in Arizona right no, now. Probably more like he pitches not at home. Not sure yet. I think we're still discuss, discussing that. If it's within a few days, then maybe he goes and pitches, you know, in, in El Paso or wherever they are. If not, maybe maybe it's two games and one of them could be in Arizona. Given what Kim and Gresham can do with their gloves, if they can do what they've done at the plate for these first 10 games, how valuable can they be at the bottom of the lineup? Very, and that's, you know, really earlier that's, we were probably getting a little more production down there than, than maybe in the middle and at the top with Grish. So it just lengthens our lineup. You know that, we, you know, for the most part, especially when Toddy comes back, one through five is pretty formidable. If we can go six through nine, there, there really aren't going to be any breaks. Is there a product of the top of your lineup being as formidable as it is that there's some, like, kind of carryover down the line there that those guys can capitalize on? I don't know. That's not – it could be. Um you know, you feel like maybe you need to catch your breath at the bottom and then someone can get sting you down there might be the effect. But uh, we have some guys, you know, down there, especially when Grisham's down there, that have some track records that do some damage. Uh, uh, we spoke earlier, the most prestigious award given to Latino baseball players, Latino MVP. Padres have had three. You just got another one on Monday with the results were announced for 2022. Right. Manny Machado has won the Latino MVP awards. What's your, what's your comments? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that, there, there's a lot of pride involved in that. And, you know, these guys played, you know, for the Dominican and, and the WBC. And I think this kind of speaks to that as well. Uh, they're very, very proud of their culture. Um, so I think these are big-time awards for them. And to have three of them on the same team three years in a row, I think, you know, all of us, all of San Diego is proud of that.